1: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard right here, folks, right here on Pain. Dot tv slash gold and uh, special thanks to everyone who has joined pain.tv/slash/gold. Uh, we really do appreciate that. Special thanks to everyone who's jumped over to Apple Podcasts, and left a five-star review, and a comment, folks. Thank you very much. And uh, we're quickly approaching episode fifty, and I am working out the details to see if we can do a live stream question show. A call in show on um, pain.tv slash gold for episode 50 i'm working that out folks i'm trying to get this technology together so don't worry don't worry i'm not converting to a human cyborg just yet but uh, some of these things you cannot do without technology it's just difficult because uh, you're using the technology that the people you're talking trash about uh control But that's just the way it is right now. All right, folks, let's continue with this video on the human cyborg.
0: Despite his progressing illness, he remained optimistic about life and found ways to cope with his condition. He always believed that technology would be able to save him. He told Input Magazine, all my early science education came from Doctor Who and Star Trek.
1: Okay, all his early uh was that what was his science background came from dr who and star trek and you're starting to see um people like elon musk reference the matrix people like dr charles morgan reference star trek okay so again folks the shows the entertainment supposedly the movies They are the predictive programming for this technology so that the generation who grew up on Star Trek, like this gentleman here, uh, Peter Scott Morgan, then say, you know, I got everything from Doctor Who and Star Trek and then the generation of people that are rallying around him watching this and sharing this on. What he's doing to himself in real life, they go, yeah, this is like Star Trek comes to life. So what do those shows do? I always tell you they help to normalize, uh, humanize, desensitize uh, people to this Frankenstein technology. All right. And so what you just missed in the video, if you're not watching it, is they were showing him sitting at a table with one of those robotic arms and it was picking up a ball. Very similar to what we've heard Dr. Charles Morgan talk about some of the experiments he showed. That's why, again, I do this stuff in this order so that you have an understanding of the technology um, that they're showing before we actually show it in action in a story like this, all right? I always try to give you a foundation of certain technologies before we actually show the real-world examples of them being used. Okay, let's continue.
0: They taught me that if you're smart enough, brave enough, and have access to technology, anything's possible. Scott Morgan decided that he was going to do whatever he could to live longer. He did so by undergoing a series of surgeries.
1: Okay, he did. He decided he was going to do whatever it was that he had to do to live longer. So they're saying that he went through a series of surgeries. Let's back that up for one second, and I'll let that play through.
0: Do whatever he could to live longer. He did so by undergoing a series of surgeries to transform himself into a cybernetic organism.
1: Okay, a series of surgeries to turn himself into a cybernetic organism so he's diagnosed in 2017 And then uh, passes away in 2022. So over that five-year period, he was able to go into action on this stuff, or so you are to believe, and end up getting himself lined up for a series of uh, cybernetic surgeries uh, to turn himself into a cybernetic organism. Now, what's up on the screen, and you're going to see this in more detail momentarily, they're showing a three-dimensional computer-generated image of his head uh with the mouth moving you're not hearing it talk yet but you'll see they eventually create sort of a mind twin style uh but it's more of a deep fake of him that he then controls through voice synthesis part of the operations that he went through of transforming himself into a cybernetic human cyborg all right let's continue
0: part human and part machine he said i'm a
1: Okay, okay, and part human, part machine. And it's good that they say this. See, they're humanizing it, again, through putting it through the story of this gentleman who has a debilitating disease, and then they humanize the merger of man and machine by running it through him. But we know that the merger of man and machine is singularity, of which Ray Kurzweil, the nutty chief google engineer and peter thiel and elon musk and others are on board with that is singularity the merger of man and machine that is transhumanism okay let's continue
0: part human and part machine he said i'm a prime candidate for the fast track to death but i will pass on the offer i am frankly far too busy having fun
1: who would have thought okay so they basically show him in a sling there's people working with him now he's rolling in sort of standing up in one of those uh stand-up wheelchairs uh almost like um a hand truck that you would use to move a uh you know a refrigerator or the sort of the hand truck they had hannibal lector strapped to so he comes riding in one of those where he's in a standing position they're trying to cheat death was a full-time job okay so that's him speaking before they surgically removed his voice box and he says uh, you know who knew that trying to cheat death was a full-time job again look I, I don't know this guy's true intentions I didn't do a deep dive into him probably won't at this point I'm just showing you how they are humanizing the merger of man and machine
0: Scott Morgan had the idea to remove the functions of his organs before they started failing the UK National Health Service notes that MND and its symptoms gradually get worse over time. Okay,
1: so you heard her say, and, and, and I looked up some of this, so that like what they're talking about is true. It's not fake news. So he um, made a choice to remove some of his organs before they failed. So basically, they're trying to remove his organs and replace them with mechanical versions of such. Again, the merger of the physical, biological, and digital. So the digital you just saw was the 3D rendering of his head, right? You have the biological, which is actually going into the body and removing organs. You know, you have the physical, which is tampering, you know, with his body. So you're taking him, the physical, manipulating him biologically and then merging him in with the digital. So he is the walking fourth industrial revolution.
0: So moving, swallowing and even breathing eventually get harder. Patients undergo a combination of treatments including physiotherapy and occupational and speech therapy as well as diet changes. Scott Morgan developed an avatar of his face before his muscles failed to function. The idea was for the robotic face to correspond with the movements of the body with the use of artificial intelligence.
1: Okay, okay, let's pause, right? So they show him with the dots on his face, like the trackers. You've probably seen this if you ever watch behind the scenes of the making of certain movies, and so how they develop um, CGI puppets, you know, or, or like the Incredible Hulk in the Marvel movies. Um, and so what they did before he lost the muscle movements is they put the dots on his face, they scanned him in, and they created a 3D you know, deep fake of him. Now, I don't know, but the eventual next step in this is to take the 3D rendering and then you would do the brain uploading to then have the AI version of uh, James Scott Morgan Living in the cloud, and then that would beam back down into that head or into a new body. That's the next step. So, probably in a year or two, you know, they'll say Elon Musk has some debilitating disease and he's going to be the first guy to upload his mind to the cloud and have a robot of himself walking around. Again, th- this is how they normalize it, this is how they humanize it, this is how they bring it into the mainstream lexicon. Let's continue.
0: He also went under the knife for what he called a triple ostomy in 2018 input magazine describes the surgery as involving tubes being placed in his stomach colon and bladder
1: okay so he went into the surgery and had the tubes put into his colon and his bladder I mean this is what this guy is doing in this quest for you know eternal life for immortality life extension let's say in his case he claims that he is seeking to cheat death well then it becomes this desire usually with these guys you can see it which is then to live forever so let's continue with this
0: to enable him to take in more nutrients he worked with physicians designers and technology experts to function his goal was to rely on artificial intelligence to offer solutions to people who live with extreme disabilities Initially, doctors were hesitant to work with Scott Morgan about his plans, as there were risks involved that could further the disease's progression or even cause his death.
1: Okay, so as it says, there were some doctors that were hesitant to perform these Frankenstein surgeries on him. I guess in the end, though, they decided to do it because he did have a series of surgeries performed on himself. Let's continue.
0: However, the optimistic scientist was adamant, and he eventually found people to support him next he had his voice box removed to prevent him from choking on his own saliva he developed
1: okay so did you hear that then he had his voice box removed to prevent him from choking on his own saliva okay so now he is getting all these surgeries done before the organs go bad now look i could understand someone's desire to go and do this but again at what point at what point would you say that is you know a step too far into craziness you know i i mean if you take this approach with this gentleman and then you take peter nygaard the fashion mogul we looked at who was at first in 2014 taking a woman's egg pulling out DNA, replacing it with his DNA, growing an embryo inside of a Petri dish. So he had little babies, clones of himself, he says, that then he can extract stem cells from and inject into himself on this quest for immortality. And then you find out six years later that he's supposedly, uh, at least accused of, raping women and children, uh, asking them then to have an abortion so he could take that fetus, extract the stem cells, and inject those into his body. At what point is it a step too far? At what point is it trying to stay healthy and have a healthy, prosperous life and then moving into this sort of cheating death, this quest for immortality? At what point do you think ethically it goes a step too far? Where it actually becomes a sickness, uh, an addiction. You know, people who constantly carve up their face and get plastic surgery and stuff to keep trying to look younger. But in the end, they end up looking like Wayne Newton, like some kind of a like a wild tiger. You know, or people now who want to modify their body to the point they believe that they can switch genders, switch sexes by surgically modifying their body and taking hormones to either have more testosterone or to uh, become a woman. At what point is it a step too far? Let's, uh, let's think on that for a moment. We'll be right back with this and then we'll get back into Dr. Charles Morgan. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to The Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is The Dustin Gold Standard. And you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks. Hopefully over the break, you thought about that a little bit. I know, I know. You'd do anything in most cases to to help your loved ones cheat death. I get it. I understand it. Uh, But there's two big questions here. At what point is it a step too far? At what point does it cross these ethical boundaries? And then number two, you know, do you understand that these mad scientists behind this technology, the investors behind this technology, the governments and their departments behind this technology are not really doing this stuff for the purpose of saving people? or curing paralysis, or fighting this disease, but in the end, what they're doing is they're using these people, uh, these broken people, who will do anything to live an extra day, uh, that they're utilizing them as guinea pigs in these Frankenstein experiments. All right, let's continue with this.
0: A way to communicate using a voice synthesizer, and Times Now News reported it sounded almost like his real voice, and not.
1: Okay, so he had his voice box removed before it got to the point where he may choke on his own saliva. But he did this so that then he could create a synthesized voice of himself and speak through his CGI deepfake 3D rendering of his head. All right, I just want to keep... Putting this in the context for you, because if you've listened to the show from the beginning, you understand that this guy, which they call the human cyborg, this cybernetic being is a merger of the physical, biological, and digital worlds. Okay. So he is a living walking example of all of the technologies that we have been talking about. To robotic, whatever the odds, you can change everything.
0: In 2019, Scott Morgan completed his transformation into a full cyborg that he called...
1: Okay, let's back that up for one second there. I just want to replay that for you. Everything. In
0: 2019, Scott Morgan completed his transformation into a full cyborg.
1: Okay, so it says in 2019, he completed his full transformation into a human cyborg. So, they claim initially that in 2017, he was diagnosed with the disease, and by 2019, two years later, he completed his full transformation. Now, I have a friend of mine whose sister has been dying of cancer. At first, they didn't know it was cancer, and she has very good insurance, and do you know how long it took for her to get an appointment and go from appointment to appointment, finally to the fact when they realize she has cancer and now it's too late. But somehow this gentleman in two years were able to get all these elective surgeries and turn himself into a human cyborg. I don't know, it sounds strange to me. All right, let's continue.
0: That he called Peter 2.0. A 2020 TV documentary called Peter, the Human Cyborg told the story of the scientist's journey. It was edited together from footage of two years of Scott Morgan's life from the planning stages with a team of experts up to his various surgeries
1: okay so there's this documentary out there that started obviously filming right away because it was a two-year journey this documentary of him in his planning stages to going through the surgeries so he also was able to sign a documentarian to come and apparently film all this very difficult folks i was involved with that industry uh, for a while maybe I'll get into it one day but I'm writing this down because I think we will revisit this there are two documentaries I want to review with you in full one is on Ray Kurzweil and now this one and we have to do those behind a paywall uh, just due to copyright issues and stuff so we can play those and analyze them and watch them together all right let's continue
0: Near the end of his life, Scott Morgan's m had significantly progressed. But thanks to technology, he was able to stand up, use a computer via eye tracking, and communicate with others. After the success of his transformation, he said that he wasn't merely surviving with his disease, he was thriving. Scott Morgan's death announcement made clear that he died surrounded by his family and closest friends.
1: Now I just want to say as she says utilizing the technology he said that he was thriving not just surviving and I believe in the first episode of the dust and gold standard I said that to you can we uh, not using the technology can we step outside of the matrix can we live one foot outside of the matrix this being the matrix basically this guy's story can we live outside of the matrix with what's coming in this world with the push for the technological prison planet with all of this transhumanist normalization can we still go half amish maybe not full amish and still thrive and not just survive and i would say when you look at the amish When you go to those communities, you will see that in the world in which they've chosen to live, they are thriving. They're living naturally, away from the government, away from technology as much as possible. So can you thrive and not just survive outside of the matrix? Would you need to still have all of these sort of materialistic technological gadgets to consider yourself thriving? would you still have to have an electric vehicle a tesla to consider yourself thriving or could you live happy outside of the system you know self-sustaining as much as possible with a happy family not connected into the internet 24 7 365 and consider yourself to be thriving and not just surviving uh and clearly this gentleman got all these surgeries, did all this stuff, carved up his body, took away his voice, created a CGI head of himself. Was uh, His body was being run by machines in this quest to keep living forever. And in the end, he passed away in the middle of 2022. So in the end, did all that help? Did the merger with Man and Machine help him? Was it worth it? Was it worth it? I mean, this reminds me of... The story of Gypsy Rose. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched a documentary on Gypsy Rose or watched the TV series on Gypsy Rose, but her mother had Munchausen syndrome, they believe. And so her mother wanted to... And there are multiple theories there. One, the mother was either using her daughter to get money, to get sympathy, to get donations and such. And the other was that the mother... Had this sickness where she either one believed her daughter did have all these diseases, or two, she needed to keep her daughter close to her. So, what she did was she made her daughter believe she had all these diseases. And before you know it, the mother of Gypsy Rose had her daughter's stomach lining taken out, her teeth taken out, her uh, all kinds of sick, monstrous. Um, operations and convinced the doctors to do it to the point where she basically mutilated her daughter and her daughter ended up i believe she's in prison now Uh, her and her boyfriend killed the mother eventually and so i i look at this as this guy almost has a munchausen syndrome on himself not that he didn't have that disease but he was willing to continue to mutilate himself i don't know I don't know. Again, it's just, this has to do with your own personal ethical boundaries, but I think this is quite interesting, and it's important here to show you a story in which they try to humanize that is humanizing the merger of man and machine, and is it a direction that humanity wants to go? Do we want everyone walking around as a human cyborg like this or wheeling around as a human cyborg? Well, the military is obviously going after that technology. Elon Musk, Peter Thiel, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, and the rest of them, they're going after this technology. They want it. So was this gentleman really uh helping himself cheat death or was he a guinea pig for the transhumanists and the technocrats that are trying to maybe gain some of this technology for themselves and so a gentleman like this was used as a guinea pig somehow baited into it or was he willingly volunteering to be part of that does he really want to cure people with diseases or was he really on a quest for immortality i don't know that question let's continue this though
0: Those who worked with him were saddened by the news, but his legacy continues. The Scott Morgan Foundation makes use of AI technology to improve the lives of those who are extremely disabled. The New York Post noted in his obituary that Scott Morgan once said that he was lucky to be a cyborg prototype so he could show the world the immense possibilities in revolutionizing humanity.
1: See that? So he was lucky, he says, to being a cyborg prototype. And now there's a foundation in his name focused on utilizing artificial intelligence and all of this transhumanist technology to try to help people with these debilitating diseases so it makes you wonder i mean was he part of the transhumanist movement before he got the disease or in somehow he immediately got the disease decided that's the direction and within two years turned himself into a cyborg and now they have a foundation where they're running experiments on other people with these diseases it's a fine line folks it's a fine line let's finish this up
0: through his persistence and positivity he was able to prolong his life and give hope to those who may not have had any before
1: because whatever happens, we will learn from it and we will do it better the next time. Okay, so that's him there. And this video is uh, by Grunge. You can find it on YouTube if you don't want to come over and join pain.tv slash gold. It's on Grunge, G-R-U-N-G-E channel. And just look up Dr. Peter Scott Morgan. When we come back, I'm going to show you one more video of him in an interview with the 3D CGI uh, head of himself himself in action and then we're going to go back to Dr. Charles Morgan. You see all this ties in together folks because you have stuff coming out of the official science community as Dr. Morgan would say out of the you know healthcare society then you have it coming out of the military intelligence side. So again, they're they're introducing the technology, trying to normalize it, trying to humanize it, trying to desensitize people to it, in fact, getting people to adopt it. And they do this through different channels. So they do it through the military channel. They do it through the health channel. They do it through video games. They do it through entertainment. They do it through some of the political figures, so they're able to push this stuff out based on what your specific interests are. So I haven't looked into this yet because I'm not a huge sports guy. I played a lot of sports when I was a kid but never been into watching a lot of sports. But eventually what they'll do is they'll have a guy, uh, a pitcher who loses his arm, and then he'll come out with a robotic arm, and then he can still pitch. And then all the sports fans will say, this is fantastic. Now my son, who was born with a a duck feet, can get Forrest Gump-like transhumanist Uh, legs and then he can still play sports. See, they introduce it through all the various channels into the different uh, sort of echo chambers or your specific choose your own adventure. You know, all of your interests and they push it through that way. For people who like to crochet, they'll have an old lady who has a robotic crocheting hand that helps her crochet. I mean, this is just how they do it. This is how they normalize it. And you'll eventually hear Dr. Peter Emanuel from the military talk about how they need to to force the adoption and the acceptance of the technology on the masses so that they could move forward with stuff like the super soldier program all right ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold more listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion
0: at pain.tv slash gold you <smart noise>